0: Hello, hello my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Mom's podcast. Oh yeah, what's up my friends? How are you today? So I'm really excited about this podcast. Um Because we're going to be talking about something I really like to talk about, and that is the gut, the microbiome. Now, this is a really super trendy topic, and it's for good reason, to be honest with you. Um, We have discovered not too long ago um, about this organ. Yes, our microbiome is an organ, and it's really fascinating because. We have always thought that our bodies are our own, that we're the only thing that lives on and in this body. Um, But did you know that actually only a tenth of our cells are human? The rest are quote unquote hitchhikers, Um, mainly harmless bacteria that have evolved with us. So we are, again, I've said this before in in my past podcast, we are universes, walking talking universes. And the hundred trillion microorganisms that cohabit with us every day play this critical role in maintaining our health and preventing a disease. Um, But so before we kind of go in and we talk about this stuff, I really want to look at this idea of, you know, what is the gut microbiome? Because I'll tell you what, When I first started uh, learning about the gut, I was actually in at a dinner. I was at this place called AZ88 in uh, Old Town Scottsdale. They had like the best, like, buffalo chicken sandwich, whatever. It's like my mouth's watering. To be honest, I don't think I would eat it now, but it was really good back then. And I remember my husband and I were sitting outside with uh, my friend Laura, and we were kind of talking about health and wellness. And I was just really, I've always, always, always been into health, you guys, always. And I think I shared early on is primarily because of vanity. Really, I mean, I just wanted to look great. And I knew that if you wanted to look great, you had to be healthy because it's kind of, you know, I mean, I guess you could look great and not be healthy, like, you know, being skinny fat or you know, you can still be skinny and malnourished. Um, But I'm really talking about like, again, I want to live the optimal version of me. And we're sitting at this dinner and I was just really starting to talk about health and wellness. And my friend Laura at the time was like, yeah, it's all about the gut. I was like, the what? She's like, it's about the gut, and I was like, so turned off by that term, like the gut. Like you just think about like guts, you know, like animal guts, or if you're watching movies, like the guts <laughs> falling out of like people's bodies. And but this is this is so. Um, I wish there was a better term because term because even my husband gets turned off when I talk about the gut. He's like, isn't there a better word for it? And I'm like what about microbiome? But then he's like, that's too techy." So um, whether you're super familiar with the gut and maybe we're just gonna going to be kind of going over some things that maybe you know or maybe you forgot about or maybe you're completely new to this whole gut microbiome thing, I really want to share with you what I've learned and why I am so adamant about teaching this kind of stuff and why it's so important. We have to understand this. For, I truly believe for optimal health, we really have to understand and our body and this organ the microbiome is by far one of the most important organs i mean everything's important right it's we're all it's a holistic view that we're taking on life you know just as we see like heart surgeons and um colon you know um I don't even know what they're called, but colon doctors, you know, people that focus on feet, um, they have all these fancy titles. But the point is, we have all these doctors that are so specialized in the parts of our body that they just look at them separately. All right? They look at just parts. And if we fix this part, it's good. No, we are fully connected. And Hippocrates said it so well. If you know, he's the father of medicine. He says, all disease begins in the gut. All disease begins in the gut, and I'm hoping uh, by the time of this gut health series, you will understand that you will really get to know why this is so important to understand. Because you know we have this system, the digestive system, which is all, which is the microbiome, this whole system, that we use to rebuild, to regenerate, and we have to consume, break down, assimilate, and use these nutrients to become us. (laughs) I mean, every seven years, I think it is. We become brand new. We have new cells, new brain cells, new everything. All of our whole body regenerates. And if you are not getting what you need, then how can your body do what it's supposed to do? You know, this is what drives me crazy about conventional medicine is they're like, oh, you have uh, uh, some bacterial infection. Here's an antibiotic. Let's just decimate your microbiome. And I mean, can you what's crazy is it doesn't make any sense, I did a, um, a summit interview with, <clears throat> excuse me, Dr. Catherine Clinton, and I love her, follow her on Instagram. And she said that almost 40% of the prescriptions, antibiotic prescriptions prescribed are for viruses, which antibiotics don't even decimate viruses. It's ridiculous. So we just need to evolve. And the only way we're going to do that, because I'll tell you what, our medical system is not going to evolve. It is not going to evolve. I feel like eventually it is going to completely um, dissolve. And we are going to have to come up with a new system. And it's within us, like I say all the time, within us to make the change and to educate ourselves so that when we feed ourselves, when we medicate ourselves, we know what to use. Because going to the doctor, I'll tell you what, is a quick fix that leads to very long-term chronic illnesses. And that's my stance on it. And listen, if you're on medications, I understand. Um, uh, Many of my family members are on medications and it breaks my heart. But because the body is out of homeostasis, something is out of whack. So instead of taking petrochemicals and keeping things out of whack, right this I get really so fired up because because it makes no sense, you guys. it makes no sense at all. <sighs> okay, so I love to go off on tangents, but let's get back to this. So the, the point of this of that whole rant is that when we educate ourselves, when we are informed, and when we really understand, more of how the body works i mean we're never going to really understand exactly how the body works i mean we are a miracle we are just walking talking miraculous universes and i really want you to get the awe about you the awe about your body the awe of how incredible it is this gift to be living and i know it doesn't always feel like that trust me I know, I totally get it. This morning, I totally had one of those moments. You know, the boys were on fire. My husband was on fire. I was on fire. Everyone was yelling at everyone, and it was just a shitty morning, to be honest, and I couldn't wait for all of them to get out of my house (laughs) so I could podcast, because that's what makes me happy. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, okay, so let's get back to this, the gut microbiome. Okay, so I want you, um, there's a molecular biologist, Joshua Lederberg, and I love how he defines... The microbiome okay we're going to use the word gut and the word microbiome interchangeably so they use they are they are always pointing to the same thing so this our microbiome is the totality of microorganisms bacteria over a hundred trillion viruses protozoa fungi and all of their collective genetic material in that's present in the gas, the gastrointestinal tract okay So this beautiful organ we have is weighs anywhere from three to five pounds. And these beautiful microorganisms rely on us. They rely on us. To keep them healthy and working in harmony and what's crazy is every person contains anywhere from 400 to 1500 different species of microorganisms now the more diverse the better but what we're seeing um, as we go through time as we're decimating the bacteria and our soil with pesticides fungicides herbicides you know we're eating all this shit food uh, that um Those microorganisms and the totality and the and the difference between them is 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 greatly shrinking, shrinking, and that's that's. um, I don't want to worry you because there's no there's no there's really no purpose to worry. All we can do is educate ourselves and make better decisions where we are now. Um, But it's so important to understand that what's happening because we're eating crappy food is we are depleting the diversity of microorganisms and the health of our microorganisms. So my goal is to educate you, give you what you need, and then I have support for you. If you're really looking to um, get to know your microbiome and to take some steps, then I'm here for you um, because I love it. I do it every day. Um, as I speak, I am on day five of my 14-day gut healing cleanse. And this time around, I feel amazing amazing. amazing actually i always feel amazing but i will be honest the um day three and four can be tough uh that's when your body kind of goes through the withdrawal of sugar and gluten all the things that you know our microbiome just doesn't really like um but i'll tell you what once you get over the hump i felt incredible i woke up this morning like i was gonna sing and then of course my boys woke up on the wrong side of the bed you guys blah anyway okay So let's get back to it. So what do these microorganisms do? I really want you to get to know these microorganisms. I want you to look at them like they are your best friends. Because let me tell you what they do. They help you digest food. They help you break down and absorb nutrients. They produce certain nutrients like vitamin Bs, which are huge for energy and so many things, vitamin K, antioxidants, and neurotransmitters like serotonin. Yes, they actually make good feeling Hormones—it's incredible. They help us detoxify. Uh, they combat infestation and overgrowth of pathogens. They protect and maintain our gut lining. Gut lining. Uh, They also produce chemicals that improve our health and they regulate the immune system. Uh, We're going to go back to that in just a second. And they directly influence our brain by producing neuroactive chemicals. So this is we're going to talk about this um, either later in this podcast or the next, depending on how long I talk. Um, Our gut and our brain are connected and they're connected by something called the vagus nerve. And this is so important to know because when your gut is out of balance, your brain is going to be out of balance. So, when I was, when, as I've been on my journey towards optimal health, I was, of course, led to gut health. The universe, God said, you need to learn about your gut. Because if you can't fix your gut and you can't have a good, you know, microbiome, your brain is not going to work properly. And you're not going to get all those really good, feel good chemicals that we need and that our body loves. I mean, if we can't make it, we can't experience it, right? And going back to the immune system, 70 to 80% of your immune system lies within the gut. It's right behind the, the, the wall of the the lining of your gut. And this is so important to know because because when we digest things, our immune system needs to be there saying, hey. We got a pathogen. Hey, we got something that is not, we do not want in our body. You know, it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it puts the body on high alert. And it does what it needs to do to kill that what does not belong in the body. Okay? All right. So, our microbiome, it's really equi- equipped with this array of physiological defense mechanisms including so i want so we're going to go we're going to go into the gut okay so in the lining it's um you know we have this mucus we have digestive enzymes and acid and all of these elements create a healthy barrier all right keeping it keeping us healthy obviously this barrier is so important because it keeps what should not go in our body out so so important and and because our gut houses about 80% of our immune system. This is exactly why the state of our health is relative to the state of our gut. And it's vital that we help create this harmonious environment for this magnificent organ, okay? So I want you to fall in love with your gut. I want you to just love it, right? Like we're loving our body. We're We're loving our body we're learning to uh, to do new things, to implement new things, and this is part of it. And understanding the body is one of the most important things we can do because when we take care of our soul home, we have so much of a better state of our life. I mean, I just I know when I when I go through my cleanse and I just kind of stay on track with what my gut needs. I feel more at ease. I feel calmer. I feel clearer. I am less irritable. I am less a bitch. Yes, I, you guys, I know I might sound like really sweet, but let me tell you, I can be a raving bitch sometimes. And I'm okay with that. That's part of me. Um, but that's not really a state that I want to be in all the time. Um, so, you know, I think the most important thing that we can do is really understand like what we can do to help heal our gut. And when we intentionally heal our gut by doing certain things and certain things you can do is eliminate, you know, inflammatory foods and instead eat to nourish and flourish the microbiome, the the benefits are remarkable. And here's what happens. What you experience is you experience improved digestion. Do you know this? I mean, I think it's like, 80% 80% of people have digestive disorders. I mean, it's insane. You know, belching, bloated. Um, I shared with you um, when I worked in commercial real estate, I would go and literally down. <laughs> I would be so hungry because I would be eating, you know, scones or donuts and coffee for breakfast. And so for lunch, I was Absolutely famished. And then I'd go eat this big roast beef sandwich. And by the and then when I would get back to the office, I was so tired and sluggish, and I would so gassy and I would literally like you'd be so bloated. my I'd have to unbutton my pants, right? I mean, that's normal. I still sometimes have to do that, especially after Thanksgiving. But it's not a normal thing. I mean, we should eat and feel good. We shouldn't feel like we need to go take a nap. Um, but as we as we nourish our gut and we feed our gut, not only do we improve digestion, we, al- we also enhance our immune function, which is so important in the times of COVID, right? Everyone is so scared and I get it, but it's like, okay, well, instead of, you know, going and, uh, um, and just shooting yourself up with, you know, a health and a shot, I'm doing health in quotes, you know, why not improve your immune function? Why not improve your body that can actually fight for you? You know, instead of having a depleted immune function because your gut microbiome is all effed up. Um, We also, when we help our gut, we lower inflammation in our body. And listen, not all inflammation is bad. It's it's a checks and balances. And so it's really important that you understand that chronic inflammation is the problem, okay? Inflammation here and there, that's a natural process of the body. Um, But chronic inflammation is not. And chronic inflammation is linked to every single chronic disease that you can ever imagine. And it begins because of how we eat and how we treat our microbiome. We also uh, lose weight. Yes, this is a big thing in my programs, and this is why I'm not like, you're going to lose weight. Because you know what? Losing weight is a symptom, a symptom of your, of whatever, how you're nourishing your body. Losing weight just naturally happens. What I really focus on is how you feel. And losing weight, is that's going to make you feel awesome, right? Also, um, when, you, um, when you really start to heal your gut, you're going to reduce your risk of heart disease, you're going to protect your bones, and check this out, I think this is one of the most important things, you're going to regulate your hormones and your mood. And this is vital, so vital, because our hormones are, are basically chemical messengers, and they get really effed up when our microbiome's out of whack. And guess what ha- That happens? It messes with our mood, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a grumpy bitch all the time. I really don't. I want to be in a state of ease, and the ability that when my triggers come up, which we're going to do a whole podcast on triggers, I can't wait. Um, you know, I can deal with them, and I can come from a plate of ease and calm to make better decisions, rather than just exploding and saying things that I that are going to tra- you know traumatize my kids. This is what I'm saying. This is why I believe health is so important because it's not about being skinny or looking great. It's how you create and manifest your life. It's your relationships with your kids. It's relationships with yourself. It's how productive you are in work and clear and in alignment with yourself, and and we have to look at our bodies as this beautiful vehicle. And let's just let's just use an example. Let's say you bought a Ferrari, okay? Just just imagine whatever color, okay? Mine would be I'll say hot pink <laughs> because we're just dreaming. If I get this Ferrari, now what am I going to need to do with a Ferrari? I mean, I'm going to need to get an oil change. I mean, am I going to go put the cheapest gas in it? Hell no. I mean, I'm going to have to put the best gas possible. I'm going to have to get all the maintenance in it. I'm going to have to clean it. I mean, I'm going to keep that thing detailed, right? Well, what if I just stopped? I didn't drive it. I just left it there. Or I drove it and I, and I put crappy gas in it. I mean, this is essentially what we're doing to our bodies, but we don't we don't see that connection. All right? I mean, this is literally our vehicle. And so we have to maintain it. And a big part of maintaining it to the highest ability that we can is taking care of our microbiome. Okay? Okay. So I think what's really fun is I want to talk a little bit about the things, the major things that affect our, the impact, that basically impact our gut health. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about what are the factors, what are the extenuating factors that that have great impact on our gut? Because it's not just about what you eat. No, it's not just about that. There's so many things. But here's what I want to do. Here's what I want. I want to take you into this moment, and I want you to, to think that, listen, the past is behind. We learn from it. The future is ahead, so we prepare for it. And the present is here. Let's live it. Okay, so as we go through this, you might be thinking, oh my God, it's so crappy. No, it's not. You're perfect. You are so exactly where you need to be. And let me tell you why. Um, a couple years ago, I was in very bad gut health, you know, I was doing all the right things, but I just hadn't learned about the gut. I was, you know, I couldn't lose my stubborn pounds. I was just grumpy all the time. That was a big thing for me. It was more of a mental thing. It wasn't really a physical thing for me. I mean, it was really just being irritable and impatient and bitchy. And my mood, my, my cycles were, you know, I would have really bad PMS, which is not fun for anyone. I felt like I had literally one week of my life that I was in a good mood. But here's the thing. Once I understood you know where I was, I had a place to start. And now where I am, I can look back, I have that dichotomy. I have the the contrast. And you know what that does? That keeps you going. And it and it and and, and as you live and learn, people ask you. That's what they do. People are like, "What do you do?" I was stopped in the grocery store a few months ago and this woman literally came up to me. We had our masks on unfortunately so i i think it was uh really interesting but she's like um i know this is really strange she's like but what do you do she's like i can't even see your whole face but you you have beautiful skin she could see from my cheekbones up she's like you're in wonderful shape like what do you do are you on a specific diet you know and that's what everyone thinks and let me tell you that is the biggest effing compliment anyone can give you And of course, I'm like, oh my gosh, who doesn't want that? But what it shows me is that is the external manifestation of the actions I am taking to take care of myself. And that's what happens. So where you are now is perfect, okay? We can only look at the future, start to make changes to create a new version of ourselves. And in the moment, we implement those changes so that we can create that of which we desire to be. And just so that you don't forget, you, desire, you you deserve to be the ultimate version of you. You deserve to have the life that you desire, that you're longing, okay? And you need to believe it because it's true, all right? Okay, so I think one of the most important messages that um, I want you to take away is that regardless of what factors have influenced your gut health, now is the time for you to take charge and change it for the future. And I think it's important, you know, we have to we have to have to understand how we got here. How do we get here in the first place? Um, I mean, really, the population of our gut began the moment we were born. Even the type of our birth, vaginal or C-section, whether we are breastfed or formula-fed, greatly impacted how our microbiomes po- populated. Okay, um, and I think this is this is important because, um, you know, we have to look at how how we got there again, like I said. um, But it's really important that even if you were C-section or formula fed, which I was both, you know, you're automatically, I automatically, am going to have um, lower quality gut microorganisms, okay? Which kind of sucks. Now there is a study, let's see, it was was, uh, published in September 18th, 2019, and it showed that babies born vaginally have different gut bacteria their microbiome than those delivered by C-section. A research has shown this. So scientists discovered that whereas vaginally born babies got most of their gut bacteria from their mother, C-section babies instead had more bacteria associated with hospital environments in their gut. Um, it isn't known if these differences at birth will have any effect on later health, but I'm gonna, I am have an inkling it does, I really do. Um, and even though I was C-section and formula fed, um, Uh, You know, it kind of makes me sad, but my mom didn't know any difference. She was just doing the best. I was a twin, by the way, so I can imagine breastfeeding twins. But it's important to know that the environments we lived in, the foods we eat, and the foods we've eaten over the span of our life have contributed to who we are this very moment right that's what i'm really trying to dig in here is that what we do in this moment creates who we are in the future and as we educate and immerse ourselves in gut health it's really important to understand what influences our gut health so then then you my friends we can make better and informed decisions about ourselves our children and Oh, this is where I get really excited. We can then educate the community surrounding us, right? So we start changing. People are like, what are you doing? I mean, you are just, you're rocking it, sister. And you're like, well, here, this is what I'm doing. You know, people are just going to start to ask. And that's really important. I used to preach and preach and preach all about how everything I was doing, how great I was, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, people don't want to hear that. What you do is you live it by example and then people ask okay that's how it goes all right so here are the things here are the things that that affect the factors that affect our gut health the amount of stress we're under what we eat obviously where we live the amount of movement or lack of movement antibiotics and pharmaceuticals that we take and exposure to toxins so let's start with where we live okay because I mean, really, you can't, you don't have a lot of power over that, especially where you're born. I mean, you can't just be like, Mom, I don't want to be born in, you know, Utah or wherever, you know, New York City. Like, you just are born, (laughs) obviously. So, um, there's a study that showed that growing up in microbe rich environments, such as like farms, um, you know, or urban areas where you're exposed to nature and maybe animals can have protective health effects on children. And these health effects may be due to changes in the human lifestyle, diet, living environment, and environmental biodiversity as a result of urbanization. So basically what this says is that if in early life exposure you've had a lot of um, uh, one-on-one with these environmental microbes, this will increase your micro-, your micro Um, biome gut diversity and this influences the patterns of the gut and then of course you're most of us if we're on a farm we have soil biodiversity right but because we are losing our diversity biodiversity in soil due to land use changes um, urbanization you know GMOs and sprays and stuff we're really starting to see again how our microbiomes are really taking the blunt you know the blunt of this and it's just it kind of stinks. But again, that's why we're doing what we're doing. We can only, we can only control what we can control, right? Okay. So unfortunately we really don't know exactly how the external environment and in the micro microbiome is actually understood. I mean, whether we're raised in nature on a farm, or if we were raised in a sanitized apartment or in a concrete jungle, like in New York, you know i think you can kind of see which environment is going to expose us to a diverse microorganisms or other one or n- not so much so i mean if you're on a farm or you're in a in a in an apartment in new york city you're going to have different microbiomes and you know i don't want to say one is better than the other but it's pretty obvious that the living on a farm is going to be much better for us okay so let's then go to Exposure to environmental toxins. So this is um, this is a big part of my work. You know, is helping moms understand the toxins, the environmental toxins that we have in our home. You know, like the the household um, products that we use to clean or what we use as beauty and bath products. Um, and what we use in our laundry, I mean all these things. I mean, I've said this before and I'm going to say this again. Do not buy fragrant fragrances. Anything fragrant, don't buy it unless you know it's used, you 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 can use essential oils. It's made from essential oils. Like it's just one of those things you do not want to do because those are environmental toxins, okay? So, this is really important because there's certain chemicals that really have a negative impact on our microbiome one of them one of those is triclosan and i don't know i mean this chemical was banned in 2016 it's a synthetic antibacterial compound found in a lot of personal care products but even though it was banned um because of the lack of regulation on everything you can still find it in toothpastes body washes soaps and over-the-counter drugs how gross is that the next thing is pesticides. I mean, we have over a billion pounds of pesticides used every year in the United States and 5.6 billion pounds used worldwide. These pesticides don't just kill insects in crop fields and on our lawns. They also kill the beneficial beneficial bacteria in our gut. I mean, duh. Oh, it's ridiculous. Plastics, plasticizers. So these, in what you find in plastic, this is why I will never drink from a plastic bottle unless I'm traveling and I have no other option. You guys, chemicals that bring like flexibility or rigidity to plastic products are highly prevalent in our environment and they have a huge negative effect on our gut bacteria. One of the most controversial chemicals that um, we'll talk about a lot, I'm sure, here is BPA. All right, I talked about that was the very first chemical that I became aware of in my in Rylands, my eldest, his toy. I just was like, what? And when I went down the BPA rabbit hole, I learned that this is a plasticizer found in household plastics, electronics, food packaging, and there's been several human studies showing a positive association between BPA exposure and adverse health, out- health outcomes in children. So this would be like obesity, asthma, preterm birth, and neurobehavioral disturbances. So, I mean, that's just like effed up. And um, so BPA can be found in plastic water bottles, on receipts. I do not touch receipts, by the way. Do not touch any receipts. Um, Don't touch them, okay? I always, I was like, just put them in my bag. And then I do not touch them because BPA is right there. It gets into your skin and will soak into your bloodstream. Um... Uh, You can also find the lining of canned foods. And all this alters the gut flora and disrupts our body's hormonal system by mimicking the hormone estrogen. So these are endocrine disruptors, right? So now you can see how these endocrine disruptors are greatly impacting our gut microbiome. Another thing, um, exposure to environmental toxins are heavy metals. And um, this is, you know, unfortunately, I talked about in the six historical milestones um, that really led to the evolution of modern food was the industrial revolution and and these heavy metals have come out because of industrial practices Cadmium, lead arsenic um, and all of these reduce beneficial bacteria and promote inflammation Um, you know heavy metals are found in our soil that our food is grown and even the water we drink that's why i'm so adamant about drinking clean water Um, i use the berkey but yes you got to have clean water okay moving on is pharmaceutical drugs Every so, I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you're pretty under you. You understand, right? That antibiotics disrupt our gut by killing the bad and the good gut microbes. Like this is the thing; it can take over six months for our gut to even recover. And you know what? It rarely will ever fully recover to the diversity we had before. Now listen, I was young. I was in antibiotics. I actually put my uh, second youngest on antibiotics. This was before my awakening. um, Multiple times because he had ear infections and we, we were actually fostering a little girl um, my uh, actually, she's my niece once removed. I don't know anyway. Um, and she was constantly sick, constantly sick. Her mom fed her soy milk all the time. I mean, it, anyway, don't even get me started on that, but. The problem was, is that she was always sick. and So my youngest, who was, who was just a baby, was getting sick all the time. And I had to put him antibiotics. And it just kills me because I didn't understand this. And listen, mom, if you didn't either, it's OK. Right? All we can do is do better now. Right? This is all we do. And right now, like with my kids, I do take some certain steps, which I'll share um, with you to help their microbiomes. I do this a lot. And a lot of this is, is eliminating a lot of the shit that depletes the diversity of our microbiome. OK? All right. So, um, you know, this is why I believe it's so vital that we can just, you know, understand that these chemicals, these over the counter chemicals, these, um, the drugs that were prescribed, you know, they're, they do not, they're not good for our microbiome. So that's the overall, they're not going to be good for our health. They may cover up the symptom that you're trying to get rid of, but they're never getting to the foundation. And if you want to get to the foundation, it's go to your freaking gut. Okay. Are awesome. So common painkillers um, like aspirin, ibuprofen, um, these actually increase intestinal permeability. And let me tell you what that means. So the lining that we talked about, right? The gut lining is a very tight junction. I want you to think about it as like zippers and they're just closed. And what they do is they, the gut lining only lets certain nutrients in. But what happens is when we eat inflammatory foods, processed foods, we're exposed to these chemicals and stress, which we'll talk about soon. It starts to break open. So you start to open the zipper, and then things that should not be going through the intestinal wall sneak in. This then elevates and triggers the immune system, right? And this is actually what leads to autoimmune, autoimmunity: is intestinal permeability, and so. And then this, and then, and then even the change in our gut flora, and then this is just creates serious problems. So what we try, what we want to do in the gut, in, the, in this is what we do in the my gut, 14 day gut healing program, is we close junctions. We eliminate everything that's opening that up. And this is the beautiful thing, you guys, your gut lining can literally heal within three to five days but here's the problem if you're always always exposed to these things those junctions are going to have a harder time closing so that's why it's vital to get on it as soon as you can so that you can then create the harmonious you know gut health in your body that's going to create harmonious harmo- harmony in your life i truly believe that okay the last thing is birth control pills i am a i do not believe in birth control pills i get it i have friends that have been on them forever Um, I really, unless it's absolutely needed that you need them, but I I see so many teenage girls getting on them for acne and all this stuff. And it just breaks my heart. These pills are very inflammatory and they actually pose the risk of inflammatory bowel disease. They can compromise nutrient absorption and change the makeup of your microbiome. So I just, you know, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes because I understand, like, people that are in the conventional idea of birth control and it's great and it'd be worse to have a baby. I understand it, but I think there's parts of education and other forms of birth control that are much better uh, long-term. So that's, I'm going to say that here. I'm sure we're going to have someone, let's manifest it together, that's going to come on and talk about birth control. And the last one is antidepressants. Um, this is This is the crazy thing is that a healthy gut I mean, the, our gut health greatly affects our mood. And so mental health conditions are linked to the composition in our gut micro, microbiome. So if we're experiencing anxiety, depression, or other mental disorders, addressing our microbiome now would be the most obvious place to start. But so many people don't even understand that. So they take these antidepressants, which further... Um, increase you know our the gut lining permeability so it's not good and it just creates more issues between our brain and our gut and it's just going to decrease our moods so if we were to nourish and flourish our gut that would be the key to better moods i cannot stress this enough this is why like doing this is not only it's going to make you feel better um, but it's going to, you know, it's like your whole life changes when you start to really implement what you need to do. Okay. And then we're gonna talk about stress. And then we're going to uh and then we're gonna probably, I mean, I'm already at like 36 minutes. My gosh, I can talk about this stuff forever. This is why we're doing a series. Okay. Now let's talk about stress. Stress, stress, stress. Oh, stress. This stress really is such a silent killer. And you know what? today's day and age, we are all just rushing around, eating convenience foods, living mindlessly in these habits that disrupt the health of our gut in our entire being. In our t- entire being. And um, I don't even stress about being stressed, okay? <laughs> because that's the thing. It's like, no, it's never going to be like, don't stress. No, I mean, I get it. Life is stressful. Being a mother is so freaking stressful. This is why I love to teach moms about the microbiome and to put them through my program so that they have the tools to de-stress because it's one and the same. We have to manage our stress. We have to learn external ways to decrease our, the, the stress in our body and its impact on us. And then we have to do it in our body. We have to remove inflammatory foods, really focus on our gut health so that our body isn't stressed. Okay? It's kind of a two-fold uh, approach. So I want you to understand that we have two states our, body's, our body lives in. Okay? We have the sympathetic. Okay? That's the stressed one. It's the fight or flight or freeze. And then, then we have the parasympathetic. And this is like the rest and digest so stress causes a decrease in blood flow and oxygen to our stomach and what this means is that energy is redirected from digestion for stress and then the digestion process slows so this is really why it's so vital i'm going to talk all about digestion in an upcoming podcast Um, this is why it's so important that we digest and we eat in a way that allows our body to use the food that we're giving it because if we're rushing around and we're eating stress our body is in the fight or flight and then the energy comes from that and and our food just literally sits there so instead if we're eating in a parasympathetic state remember that's the rest and digest state it's so important to our gut health and what this helps us do is that it keeps the energy there We feel relaxed and our body's able to do what it's supposed to do, okay? So I know this might be a lot. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed, but this is just kind of, I want you to understand kind of the whole picture and then we're going to start really going in in this series so that you can understand it. And then if you're at a point where, hey, you know what? I really want to take some steps, you know, the new year's coming up or you know, I, I do my program uh, every two, three months and sometimes more if I just need, if I have a big project, um, if I'm doing, um, you know, if I if I just need to be productive or if I feel like I'm kind of going down the rabbit hole, and am not really taking care of myself, then I'm like, okay, we got to do this cleanse because it gets me back to where I need to be and I just feel so much better. So, all right, that's where we are. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I don't know. I know that was kind of a long Um, podcast about a lot of things, but understanding the factors that impact our gut, you know, and how we live and the benefits of Making gut health a priority in her life is incredible. And I just, even if you're just listening to this podcast, I'm so happy that you're here. I really am, my friends. I love talking about this. I love teaching this. And thank you for geeking out with me today. I can't wait to, um, to share more on the next podcast. So I love you. Have a beautiful day. Um, and also, if you're listening, please join our Facebook community. Oh my gosh, we have an online community of Hippie Moms, Um, where we talk all things holistic and natural living. You can also find me on my website. I also have a resource page. Um, Yeah, and just stay in contact. And I can't wait to catch you on the next podcast. Love you all. Goodbye.